0: There is a library that exists at the nexus where all other universes collide. Inevitably, things wind up there by mistake. Books, artifacts, people. This is the place where things from all universes end up when they get lost. This is the Eternity Archives. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Eternity Archives, an actual play TTRPG podcast where we play a team of multi-dimensional librarians seeking to uphold the fabric of reality. My name is Ziva and my pronouns are she, her. I usually play Linda, the human office lady, um, but right now Linda's taking more of a backseat since uh, she is anchoring for the Wheel of Time role playing game. Before we go ahead and jump into the actual play, I want to go ahead and give my co-hosts a chance to introduce themselves. And I also want to um, bring up a topic that is very near and dear to my heart and also near and dear to the heart of every Wheel of Time fan. Who's your favorite famous horse? Wheel of Time has uh, at least one very famous horse and a couple horses that are pretty important. So this can be any kind of horse. It's fine if you say like a my little pony or a unicorn. My favorite famous horse is Shadowfax from Lord of the Rings. God, I knew it. Um, because, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's very on brand for me. Shadowfax is a beautiful horse, and also he's kind of magical. So, um, he's the Lord of all horses. I um, I'm a bad Lord of the Rings fan, and I don't know the lore, so I don't know if that's literal or a metaphor. But he's a beautiful horse, and he's magic. So, there's my answer.
1: I have a question. Um, because at this point, I feel like the is it the Griffin McElroy meme where it's like I don't <laughs> know what blank is, uh, and I'm too afraid to ask. How do you spell Shadowfax?
0: Like shadow and and like a fax like, machine. Type in the phone numbers. Be- like F-A-X? F-A-X.
1: Okay, so, yeah, whenever someone said shadow fax, that's what I would think of. I would think of, like, someone sending over a fax, and I'm like, this is, like, the stupidest name for all of <laughs> It's
0: probably based in something Saxon, because Tolkien was obsessed with the Saxons. Also, I don't
2: think they had fax machines when Tolkien was writing Lord of the Rings.
0: No, that's true. They did not have fax machines in, like, the... the f- 50s Don't. I'm such a bad Lord of the Rings You're going to
1: get added. You're going to get added. so bad. Yeah, I'm
0: so sorry, <laughs> Tolkien fans. I tried reading The Silmarillion. I tried. I've tried so hard. You have no idea.
1: There's not enough horses.
0: There's not enough horses.
2: Well, Amazon's making a Lord of the Rings series, which I'm salty about because it's probably going to directly compete with Wheel of Time.
0: Yeah, almost definitely.
2: Also, there are already so many movies. We don't need more Lord of the Rings. I'm sorry. <laughs> i'm not sorry
0: no it's uh no i totally agree with you they they, it's gonna be taking place in like the like the second age i think or early third age and i'm like that's boring i really don't care like that's like the least interesting tolkien lore
1: what if it was all about shadow facts though and his legion of horse disciples or whatever (laughs)
0: Here's the deal. I would read that as like a webcomic. Uh, it makes no sense for a TV show. I would think about about smooching all the horses on the nose and braiding their hair and telling them they're very good, but, but that's it. That's fair. So who would like to go next? Tell me about your favorite horse.
2: Hi, I'm Dorka. My pronouns are she, her. I play Zen, the barbarian lizard princess in this arc. She's more of a fighty spear monk. Very cool. My favorite famous horse is Bojack Horseman. Uh, <laughs> back in the 90s, he was in a very famous TV oh show. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I loved Bojack Horseman. It was a very good show. Very hard to watch.
0: Yeah, I still haven't finished the last season. Yeah, it is
2: fucking rough. There, A lot of it is like very kind of powerful and I really enjoyed it.
1: Wait, is he actually your favorite horse? Yes,
2: I don't know. Like I don't. I'm not very invested in horses.
0: Oh, why are we friends?
1: Yeah, sorry, Ziva. Uh, my name is Bappy. My pronouns are they/them. Uh, I play real day Jaquel, who is in this arc a human wilder from I don't know some fantasy French shit. Uh, yeah, sorry, Ziva, but like we have a running joke in our raid where we fucking hate horses. Uh, we just—that's it. I'm I'm starting my own podcast. <laughs> We're, I'm going back to my trailer. Uh, we send horses to the glue factory. So my favorite famous horse. Damn, I can't say Bojack Horseman, can I? Um, <laughs> we can have the same favorite horse. No, I, he's not my favorite horse. Bojack Horseman is a fucking dickhead asshole. He's a horrible person. Like that's what it shows about.
2: He's not yes. my favorite person. But he's my my favorite he's horse. Your favorite famous horse. He's my favorite famous horse to watch on TV.
0: <laughs> That's fair. Yeah.
1: It's not a famous horse, but my favorite horse is always the horse I get in like farming games. Um, I guess like the spirit of this horse is famous because, you know, like everyone knows the horse from like Stardew Valley.
0: I love that horse.
1: Yeah. Uh, I love petting my video game horse and I like it when I pet it and it makes a heart over its head and then I ride it in a town and then I forget where I parked my horse. So I run back home and then my horse gets left in town overnight and has to make its way back.
2: (laughs) That really takes me back to when i was a small child playing like barbie horse adventures
0: oh i love that game i love horses sorry yeah uh ziva
1: Ziva loves horses enough for to make up for me and dorka Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) ziva loves horses bappy hates horses i have no strong feelings about horses
0: yeah but you're you're a dolphin girl so that's
2: true if you had asked me my favorite dolphin, I would have had more to say. What? Are there
1: famous dolphins? The only yes. dolphin I know
0: is Flipper. I know Echo. <laughs> oh, Echo. Okay, there's two famous dolphins. Also orcas
2: are dolphins, but um we don't
0: need to get into that. Maybe
2: maybe that'll be a question <laughs> for another time.
0: So just to get me off of rambling about horses, um, as a reminder, um, when we last left off in Wheel of Time, you all had gone and met some um, strong female characters in the studying. You had gone to town and uh, talked to some townsfolk and given Leda Sedai a lot to think about. Um, <laughs> so at this point, are you all ready to go and uh, investigate those Randland mountains? walk up into the mountains and uh, see if Leda Sedai has any more epiphanies
2: yeah yeah as long as I don't have to ride a horse Uh, what if the horse rides you I don't want that either
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right then let's let's go I cannot promise there won't be horses in this episode
1: that sounds like a threat
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right uh, so Leda unhitches your horses and mounts her horse Rail, you mount your horse are you leaving the third horse here
1: Yeah, I mean, Dumpling can just ride with me. Dumpling doesn't need a horse. It's cute, but they don't need a horse.
0: (laughs) All right. Leda then leads you out of the town on back onto the dirt road. You ride for a while until you come to the river. Luckily, as mentioned before, Kieran's Ford is in fact close to an actual Ford. So you're able to um, Ford the river quite easily. No particular problems there. Leda turns to you as well. That's the first obstacle covered No flooding in the river or anything there to be concerned with. And uh, you begin to ride up along the mountain path into the mountains. However, you notice something a little bit odd as you ride up into the mountains. Can one of you perform a spot check?
2: I would love to do a spot check.
0: (laughs) Go for it. I
2: have six ranks in it, but a minus two. So, okay. I rolled a five plus four. So nine not as good as I would have
0: liked. As you continue to ride along the mountain path, you realize that the sound of rushing water from the river behind you is not actually going farther away. It sounds almost as if you're getting closer to the river. And you realize as you come around a bend in the mountain pass that in fact there is another river in front of you. It's rushing and churning over jagged rocks. Leda Sedai frowns and says, I've Never heard of a river
1: in this part of the mountains before. And you can tell that she's, she's very confused. Could I use this weave site thing? It's a skill. Use a skill to identify weaves as they are cast or that are held slash tied off. You can identify a weave and its effects and learn to cast the weave.
0: Let me double check and make a decision about the gender component of that.
2: And so that's not just, like, detecting magic in an area, really, so much as it is, like, watching someone actively casting.
1: Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, Yeah.
0: it also says that you can only see the ones by your same gender casters.
1: Alright, so that's not going to be helpful to me. So this is not uh, a normal river. No, I don't believe so.
2: Is the river just, like, going across the path? Yes. Interesting. And it seems to be, like, pretty powerful in either direction. Yes, The way I see it, there are two ways we could do this. First is, this river isn't supposed to be here, but it has to be coming from somewhere. So we could follow it upriver and see where it's coming from. But the second option is we go across the river and continue to our former destination. I
1: think we should follow the river and see its source, because like, rivers don't just pop up out of nowhere, and I feel like this is part of the weirdness that we're seeing uh, I guess it's, uh, Aledo, uh, what do you think?
0: Well, I certainly think following the river makes sense. We may be able to cross it, uh, through the power, or, uh, perhaps if you have some other solution in mind, but, uh, again, I leave it to your discretion.
1: Uh, yeah, I, then I think we should just check out this river stuff. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm
2: down with following the river.
0: All right. Does one of you have wilderness lore? No. Yes. Okay, can you go ahead and do a wilderness alert check? Okay. 17 plus 2. Damn. Okay. So you notice which direction the river is flowing, and you think that by following some slight variation in the rock that you can see that you should be able to climb in the direction and follow it to its source. Is that what you want to do? Yes. Okay. It looks like you have the ability to climb, but Leda and Rill do not have the ability to climb.
1: Isn't climbing something we all have? Oh, sorry, no, no, it's a it's a cross-class skill. Oh, well, it says skills marked with the black square can be used normally, even if the character has zero skill ranks.
0: So yes. Yeah, so um, Rill, go ahead. Actually, Rill and Zen, go ahead and roll me a climb check, please.
1: Gladly, but I don't know if I'll like the results. Because it is strength, and my strength is negative two. I got a nine plus five, so a 14.
2: Oh,
0: I got a nat 20. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <my God. laughs> Let me see what Leda has here. All right, Leda rolled a 16. So all of you then are able to follow that variation in the rock. Zen, I think probably uh, you're taking the lead here since you're the one who has the wilderness lore. Can you go ahead and tell me how you make it to um, sort of like the top of that crest? How high is it? Oh boy, I don't know how high things are supposed to be. I don't know, maybe 15, 20 feet?
2: Oh, okay. So Zen kind of
0: chuckles and is like,
2: see, your horses aren't going to be much good here. And she feels at the rock and finds like the best handholds and uh works her way up the the top she kind of takes it slow like finding the best places to hold on to so that the others can like see what she's grabbing and will be able to imitate her
1: i mean the horse's point isn't to climb the mountain it's to get us here so that we can climb the mountain but whatever (laughs) Yeah, Ril would just follow her. It, does, does a nat 20 do anything for me? or?
0: Uh, no, unfortunately, in 3.0, nat 20 doesn't do anything for skill checks.
1: Wow, upsetting. Just to say,
0: you're having an easy time with it. It's not that hard for you.
1: Okay, good for Ril.
0: Ril is surprisingly <laughs> athletic.
1: Maybe they've done a push-up or so since in the past few weeks and just... they're like yeah i'm ready for this (laughs) yeah they would just follow after zen and be a little i guess a little surprised that they are able to even climb up this crest (laughs) and then leda is going to come up
0: behind you it's clear that climbing is not necessarily her natural ability but really you get that sort of like chill again and you realize that she's probably using the power to help her out just a little wow making some air (laughs) handholds or something (laughs) but she makes
2: it up just
1: fine Okay.
2: oh I guess it's also worth mentioning that like embracing the power kind of like amplifies all your senses okay yes
1: I don't think I've done that is that like okay so kind of like how Zen is afraid of horses uh, Rill would know to do that if they wanted to cast magic right
0: yeah so you, you don't have to come up with a like a canon explanation for it you can just tell me you do it okay cool all right. Um, so then you make it to the top of that bluff. That uh, I don't know parts of mountains. So you make it up there, <laughs> and you you begin to follow the river. It's definitely getting darker as you follow. And uh, Leda pulls out a couple torches for you and uh, channels a uh, like a little fireball for herself to
1: be able to see what's going on. I mean, couldn't you have just got a, a third torch? Like, isn't that like a little bit excessive? I think it's cool. Yeah, she she turns to you. And she says.
0: It is very cool.
1: I mean, yeah, it's cool. It's a little dramatic, but, you know.
0: And Aes will be as dramatic as she wants.
1: Yeah, I can tell.
0: <laughs> and then uh, she uses her magic to pick you up and throw you off the mountain. <laughs> oh!
1: And then real <laughs> dies, the end. <laughs> this has been the
2: Eternity Archives. Thank you very much.
1: No, latest die is
0: extremely dramatic, and she has bad social skills, so I relate to her imme- uh, immensely.
1: This is why real does not get sassy; it gets them into trouble.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, as you are following this river, um, luckily you have enough light to like not like tumble off the side of a mountain or anything. But who is leading the way?
1: Isn't Leda leading? <laughs> I am dead. You're killing me. I'm dead of puns. <laughs> Y'all do this to me every time. Uh, I assumed it was zen but i mean if leda knows what's going on because i thought zen was doing it with her wilderness survival training
2: zen is probably not so much leading the, the way as kind of like pulling ahead of the group to scout ahead a little bit so she disappears for a few minutes and then comes back to check on everyone and okay does that repetitively
0: um zen can you go ahead and roll me another spot check
2: okay hopefully i do better this time Okay, 17 plus four.
1: And spot check is like the perception of 3.0, right? Yes. So as
0: you are walking down the side of this river in the dark, Zen, as you're scouting ahead, you start to notice that the ground is like jittering. Like there are rocks that are, are vibrating and jumping off the ground and the ground has begun to shake around you. What do you want to do? Oh, I don't like that is
2: it everywhere or does it seem to be centered somewhere it seems to be centered somewhere okay well then i'm going to try and follow it to its center okay so
0: that would be intuit direction
2: that's another one i've actually put skill points into oh, man. So <laughs> but it's also another one that i take a wisdom penalty to so yes it is Okay, I rolled a two plus one, so that's a three.
0: Okay, so uh, you are not able to tell exactly where the
2: center of it is. So I will make my way back to the others and inform them that the ground is, is shaking up ahead it's very strange like it's kind of like the beginning of an earthquake but i don't really know it seems to be centered somewhere but i couldn't find out where so maybe if one of you could do your uh your magic stuff that might help us out
0: a bit can you remind me what weaves you have real
1: uh nothing useful uh, my talent is elementalism and i have delve heal renew wand of fire, fiery sword, fireball, and cuz I thought it was funny ward against people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember what delve is. I'm looking it up. Uh that one is like you can diagnose people. Yeah, that's the diagnosis.
0: Oh, one. that's right. I was thinking of earth delving. That's not the same thing. Okay, yeah, so that's not helpful
1: for for rocks and I don't believe Leta the Die has anything helpful. Couldn't we just keep walking up like forward and then eventually we would find the center or you know me i directions are hard i need a gps but uh zen you are better at that than i am and i would assume later do you have like a compass is that like a thing that exists here
0: there are compasses but
1: you can keep walking and see if you keep coming up to it yeah i think we could just keep walking unless you guys think that's like too dangerous i don't think it's too dangerous
2: we've got to figure it out
0: eventually right
1: okay so you're gonna
0: keep walking along the river
1: yeah, I think that's best. Okay, please roll a dexterity save. Oh no, a save you say? Yes. Is that the reflex? Reflex save? Yes, a reflex save.
2: Oh, I rolled a 9 plus 4, so a 13.
1: So long to reel. Um, I rolled a 1 plus 2. Oh boy. So the
0: ground beneath you suddenly erupts, and an enormous sheer cliff face juts out of the ground. Although Zen and Leda are able to uh, jump out of the way in time, real it catches you and it does two hit points worth of
1: damage so did i like fall or trip or it
0: just kind of smacked you you just got hit in the
1: face with a rock yeah it was i yeah. like, like shi- sideshow bob walking to a rake <laughs> <laughs> i think more
0: like um like you were kind of standing like right on the edge of it and it like knocked you on your back really
1: hard oh, okay oh uh, where, where did this even come from all
0: right that's not natural yeah latest Sedai uh when d- takes a second and dusts off her dress and says now that was a use of the power if i've ever seen one
1: um, okay, so is there a way to tell where that came from? Could I use Weave Sight now, or...?
0: Say, normally I wouldn't allow you to do Weave Sight because of the gender, but since since we're homebrewing all of this, I'll go ahead and say, yes, you can roll for Weave Sight.
1: Okay, cool. So Weave Sight, so I have I have six points in it, but it is also an int ability, so I add my intelligence modifier on top of the six points? Yes. Okay. So, my int is a plus two, and I also have six points in weave site, so that's a plus eight. Uh huh. I rolled a six plus eight, so 14.
0: Okay. Um, so, you don't know the name of this particular weave, but you can tell that it used earth as. <laughs> yeah, it hit me right in the face. <laughs> earth and air to cast this.
1: I don't know how much real would know about that, so they would just let Leda know, just be like, uh, yeah, someone was doing some earth and air fuckery and punched me in the face with that. I mean, I figure this is, like, kind of your wheelhouse with your magic stuff, so.
2: So, what are we looking at now? Is it, like, a new cliff has formed in front of us, or did it just, like, spurt
0: out of the ground and go away?
1: No, it's like a wall of rock. Okay. So am I, like, split off from them, or...?
0: No, uh, no, it knocked you back on your feet towards them.
1: Okay, okay. So you're
0: all on the same side, right up against this like sheer wall of rock. And uh, since you've told Leda what elements it uses, um, she frowns and she says, well, the fact that you can sense it, and I cannot, certainly implies that it would be a male channeler, but that is unfortunately not brown Aja material. I'm afraid that I have no idea what we're going to be facing. That's highly unusual.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, obviously this person can punch you in the face with earth powers. Is that not normal here? Is that not like a normal thing people can do or?
0: Well, some can do it. But I would almost certainly know if one of my sisters had come this way. And I can't sense it, which means it's not an to die,
1: Okay, cool. Dope. There isn't a way for me to like sense what direction this person is at, right? Like with the weave site, I can only just see what that magic is. Yes.
0: Yeah. There's not a direction though. The fact that a rock wall sprung up and smacked you in the face means there's a pretty good chance that you're heading towards that person.
1: Yeah. I guess would we be able, would I know like the distance they're at? Or is that more like meta gamey type stuff? That's more meta gamey type stuff. Okay. Sorry. I don't mean to be like, no, you
0: can't do that.
1: No, 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 it's cool. I just wasn't, I don't know how the magic in Wheel of Time works specifically. Like if I'd be able to be like, yeah, the spell can only be cast 200 feet away or something. Or if that's just like what they put in the game for mechanics and stuff. So the only thing
0: that Leda could do that might help is that she can sense shadow spawn, but that's really the only other thing she could do that might be helpful in terms of figuring out where things are but it's probably not shadow spawn since they're channeling and shadow spawn usually do not
2: and i imagine if she sensed shadow spawn she would tell us yes i mean she does
0: have to cast it but yes
1: oh okay i'd say don't worry about that um you know if you can only cast so much magic in a day then i feel like if there was a a y guy trying to attack us we would find out sooner or later and i you know don't <laughs> waste your energy on that
2: is this wall like easy enough to get around or is it kind of blocking the path completely
0: it is blocking the path completely
2: and it is sheer it's going to be harder to climb
0: yes can i use a
1: fireball and like (laughs) blow the wall down
0: yeah actually let me look at the combat against items because uh that is that's a thing that's a table they have a table about how hard different surfaces are Okay, wow.
1: Yep. Yeah, I saw that table. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so I have it and um, I'm fudging it a little bit because it doesn't specifically say
1: break down big beefy wall of stone. So it doesn't say that, but on my fireball spell, it does say, I mean, I'll just read the first paragraph. It is like, it's like a three paragraph description. So... It says, you conjure a ball of fire which speeds from your hand to detonate with a low roar. All creatures and objects within the burst radius take damage from the fire. And then further down on the description, it says the fireball sets fire to combustibles and damages objects in the area. It can melt metals with a low melting point. Uh, If the damage caused to an interposing barrier shatters or breaks through it, the fireball may continue beyond the barrier if the area permits. Otherwise, it stops at the barrier.
0: Okay. So go ahead and roll me um, exactly like you're casting that on a person. Like, tell me, like, what your attack roll is and then how much damage you
1: do. Okay, so I have to embrace the source. Yes. I would describe it if I knew what that was really. I guess if you guys have a description for it, what would that be like? The description is, I embrace the source. That's it? it? Does it feel
0: like anything? Does it... So... In Wheel of Time they talk about like their own metaphors for embracing the source. So like a common mm-hmm. one for women is like like I bloom like a flower. My God. <laughs> and a common one for men is I like throw my stuff into th- I channel all of my emotions into a flame. So it you could do whatever metaphor you want about like finding your center if you want. It's very meditative. You can also just say I embrace it. Yeah.
1: This is Real opening uh, a bottle of Baja Blast from uh, the summer Walmart promotions.
2: As Real embraces the source, it makes the sound of a uh, pop tab on a can of soda. <laughs> the, the hiss of carbonation. <laughs> Jesus
1: Christ. Yeah, that's so stupid. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Um, okay, so casting level two is a five foot burst radius. How far away can we be? Because we have as much space behind us, right? It's just in front of us. Yes. Yeah, you can stand back as far as you want. Okay, Uh, so I'll do a casting level two spell slot because I'm a baby and I don't have super high level spell slots. Would I just add my charisma and then my attack modifier? So to cast the weave, do you have all the affinities? don't think i do i think i only have one affinity okay that's fine uh yeah so it's air and fire i don't have fire i have air and spirit okay that's totally fine yeah just if you have all of them it's
0: one slot lower sorry y'all i knew i was gonna have to look shit up on this
1: no you're good i figured i would also have to look shit up but i did not realize i would have to look up how to attack because i was just like yeah you just do it i'm just so used to like (laughs) knowing how to do it and it's like oh i i don't know how to do it (laughs) you played yourself i did play myself
0: Man, it would also help if this was just a little more straightforward.
1: I mean, maybe we should have talked about this at the beginning, but I don't like how it broke it down Yeah, per part of the character sheet instead of just having, like, the cheat sheet part, which was like, the cheat sheet part sucked. It was just like, yeah, do this. And it was like, okay, cool. I don't know what any of this is.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's like casting weaves. Embrace the source. Cast the weave. And it doesn't say, like, what you're rolling. Here it says many harmful
2: weaves allow an affected creature to make a saving throw throw. to avoid some or all of the effect. Okay. And it says the saving throw entry in a weave description defines what type of saving throw the weave allows and how saving throws against the weave work. Okay.
0: So I guess... So I
1: think, like, if you're casting a spell on someone, like, they get to roll to save, but you don't have to roll to hit. Okay, that's sure. I mean, yeah, it's a. The saving throw is reflex half. Okay, and I don't imagine that a rock wall has a reflex. The rock (laughs) wall
0: has no reflexes.
1: Okay, so can I just do it then? Yeah, I I guess I think that's where we are. (laughs) Okay, so yeah, I guess, you know, we're trying to figure out how to break down this wall. I embrace the source. And do I have to do anything after that? Is it just kind of like when you open a soda, you twist the top off and then you, you, you have to put a cap back onto it. But like, I can just leave the cap off. Yes, you can leave the cap off. But so like weaving is like
2: a very literal description of how it's described in the book. Like it's basically you're taking, you can see like these threads of power using these different elements and you like literally weave them into a ball of fire and like throw it. Okay. And that can happen like very fast, but it is like, that is kind of like a literal description of how it appears. Okay.
1: So I do that. Okay. <laughs> And then I did it at level 2, so the damage is 2d6 plus channel, channeler level. Uh, I got a 6 and a 5 plus 3 is 14.
0: Okay. So your fireball hits the stone wall, and the stone wall definitely doesn't uh, like shatter and fall to the ground, but where your fireball hits it, um, you begin to hear the sound of um, cracking and crumbling. And when the fire fades, you see that there is now a, uh, a crag in the rock that is big enough to fit a person through.
1: Oh, that's nice. It's like a little, I made a little doorway for us. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Uh, I guess ladies first. <laughs> Just gesture at Leda. <laughs> Leda looks, uh, looks at you um,
0: and, and has like an approving look on her face. Like that was, that was some good weaving. She's, uh, she's impressed with what you can do.
1: Oh, uh, Rill doesn't want her approval and hates that it feels nice to have her approval. No. <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, Leda goes ahead and steps through the crack in the wall.
1: Leda's first.
0: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and
2: Zen will squeeze through behind
0: her.
1: Yeah. And Ril will just follow uh, follow up in the rear.
0: As you step through the crack that you've made in the rock, you come into an impossible grove of trees jutting out of the rock of the mountains at wild angles, sickly and gangly and pale. You feel a sense come over you, but not one of peace, one of wrongness. Leta Sidai's breath catches. The Steading, she says, but it's not like any Steading
1: I've ever been in. This is a stotting for sure.
2: Is this a familiar feeling to us?
1: Yes. Alright, well, usually we have to find something, or we have to kill something and I would prefer not to do the latter but those seem to kind of be hand in hand. Either way, we're close. Yeah, uh, I mean, we. hello, uh, is there someone here that do you have like a cool watch thing you can just like give us so we don't have to fight? Um, You did hit me in
2: Zen is gonna shush rail because like if there's someone here, they put up <laughs> that wall
1: to keep us out. Yeah, they hit me in the face with it. Yeah, so Be quiet. Okay, well, they already know we're here. They hit me in the face. You hear
0: uh, a rustling somewhere around you.
1: Okay, well, that's clearly a normal noise. Who knows what that could possibly be caused by. I would like to
2: try and move silently to get behind whatever is making that rustling noise. Okay. I'm gonna roll. Move silently. Go for it. I got a 12.
0: So you move silently towards wherever that rustling comes from. And uh, you get most of the way there before you step on a twig that has fallen from one of these sickly trees. You hear someone burst out of the bushes. And you turn and there is a uh, young man with an unshaven face and a grimy white cloak uh, who has uh, stood up and is wildly clutching at uh, something in his pockets.
1: Uh, hey dude, what's up? <laughs> what are you doing here? Uh, well, you're kind of like, uh, this is kind of a bit of a stodding. So we were here to come check it out. And uh, it seems like some people in town are a little thrown off by uh, weird stuff and people sneaking around here. You shouldn't be here. You need to go back wherever it is you came from or will find
0: me. Uh, who- who's trying to find you? They'll find me! Who's- yeah, yeah, who? I- I- I don't know, I- my- my commanders, or maybe- uh, maybe the Red Aja? I don't know who's coming for me, but- but I know that they're coming. They- they have to be- they know who I am. And who are you? You don't understand, I- I can do things. Things I shouldn't be able to do, things no one should be able to do, and I have to stay here. I have to stay away from it, or they'll find me
1: uh is this is this this witchcraft shit because like witchcraft's like okay like it's it's pretty dope i guess so if that's what you can do like that's fine
0: maybe for you maybe maybe for her and he gestures at at leda and he says but but not not for me i'm i can't be that person i can't do these things i i know what will happen to me if they don't find me first
1: okay well it kind of sounds like uh, your life really sucks right now, so at the very least, uh, you should kind of, like, let us help you, right? How are you going to help me? No
0: one- no one can help me. The only thing that can help me is staying here, where I can't touch the source, and n- I can't do anything, and no one can find me. Oh, that's a good question.
2: Can real feel the source in the stodding?
1: No. Oh. Huh. I don't know what that means. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it means you won't be able to do any magic.
1: Oh. Hmm. Unfortunate. <laughs> so did someone twist the cap back on on my Mountain Dew or?
0: Yes. The Mountain Dew is gone. Basically, oh. is when you're in a setting, it's like, it's like there's like the Mountain Dew has been moved into like the next room. You can't reach it or see it.
1: Oh, my Mountain Dew. Okay. Yeah, it's supposedly very uncomfortable. Okay. Not a fan of what's going on here. You know, Leda, I don't want to be like um, overstepping any boundaries. So I guess what do you usually do in this kind of a uh, situation?
0: So Leda opens her mouth to reply, but suddenly you begin to hear something unnatural. Hoofbeats, you think, but not like hoofbeats you know, not a horse.
1: Horses. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Growling, guttural, hateful growling rips through the air, accompanied by the sounds Horses. of armor clinking. <laughs> Horses and armor! <laughs> and uh, blades drawn from sheaths. The young man gasps as three figures step into view through the crack in the rock. A tall, pale man, dressed in black and holding a wicked blade, following by two hulking, twisted creatures, neither man nor beast, shadow spawn the leader smirks at you from an eyeless face and gestures to his minions who let out blood curdling howls and charge forward
1: go ahead and roll for initiative it's just my dex right
2: yes okay okay
1: i rolled a 19 and plus 2 makes 21 i rolled a
2: 2 minus a (laughs) 1 yeah that tracks (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay i am going to roll for uh Leda.
1: look rill is not a fighter rill is not really a lover either rill just kind of just wants to be left alone <laughs> rill just wants everyone to calm down sit around the campfire let's just eat some fritters in the stotting huh how's that sound gang <laughs> no okay
0: <laughs> holy shit that's super op um okay
1: oh great that's what you love to hear from your gm
0: (laughs) (laughs) uh it probably will work in your favor okay so then the order is the merdral who has a initiative of 23 then leda sedai who has an initiative of 22 then zen who is 21 the trollocs who are 20 and 14 and then the young man who is seven and real? Who is one? <laughs> so we are all over the place
1: because real is number one. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. What do I do if I there's no Mountain Dew? Uh, you're gonna have to use your non-Mountain Dew stuff. Oh God! But I need to do the do. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just like walk back a little bit and just like fight people from the other side of the wall?
0: Uh, you're going to have to go through two Trollocs and a Merdral to do that. Damn it. <laughs> okay. The Merdral goes to attack the young man with his uh, very scary looking blade. But the young man dances out of the way and draws a sword. Uh, so he is ready, going to be ready moving forward to uh, fight back and defend himself. So then next in the order is Leda Sedai, who um, actually doesn't have any weapons. Uh, And since she can't channel, uh, what she is just going to do is kind of go further into the Stotting to kind of try and stay out of the range of the Trollocs and the Murdral, since there's not a ton she can do. She was not prepared to have to fight without her power.
1: Yep, you're not the only one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So then next it is Zen's turn. So Zen is
2: going to throw herself at the big guy really. The uh the Murder All. We're going for him straight up.
0: Okay, go for it.
2: Zen is rushing at him with her spear, which is also on brand for an Aeel.
1: Mm-hmm. They fucking hate Shadow Spawn. What about Shadow Spawn horses?
0: <laughs> there are not Shadow Spawn horses. What, what are these guys riding? The hoofbeats were their feet.
1: Oh, oh yeah, they've got cloven like hooves. Oh, well, I think they should ride horses.
0: Murdral can ride horses,
1: but they're not evil horses. They're just regular horses having a bad time. Well, don't make them out to be victims, God.
0: (laughs) It's not like Lord of the Rings where the horses are all creepy and fucked up. (laughs) I don't
1: know how I feel feeling sympathy for a horse.
2: (laughs) I'm going to roll my attack against this guy. Which, Okay, I rolled a. Ten, and then I get to add my attack bonus. So, uh, so seventeen is my total.
0: So you miss him. Oh. Your uh, your spear clinks off of his armor.
2: He's a slippery bastard.
0: Yeah, he smirks at you. He's an asshole. So next in our order is uh, one of the Trollocs, and they are going to aim at Zen since Zen is the one that just attacked their leader. Well, oh, both of them are. They go one after another. So if they had to move to attack Zen, are they
1: still by the wall? Or
0: I'm going to say that they they came in relatively close enough to you all that you're still within their attacking range. Okay. This is not good 3.0, but I don't have a grid, so <laughs> so we're gonna, you know, again, uh, grids do not make for interesting podcast. Um, so I'm flubbing distance a little bit. Provided that it's not like like Leda is now farther away, so they would have to move and then attack.
2: Mm-hmm. We're using 13th age distance rules here. <laughs> yeah, we sure are.
0: <laughs> All right, so both of the Trollocs um, lunge for you one after another, but they both miss. (laughs) So next is the young man's turn and suddenly the ground beneath the Trollocs churns, throwing them to their feet. Uh, As you look at the young man with his hands outstretched, uh, you realize that somehow he's revoked the setting. He's turned it off and uh, he's embraced the source again. With a smile, Leda also, it looks like, is beginning to embrace the source. Do I have my Mountain Dew back? Yes, you also can have your Mountain Dew
1: back. Fantastic. Was that his action?
0: Yes, that was his action.
1: Okay, so yeah, I will uh, cast... It's called Fiery Sword, but the description... Let me just read it out really quick. Uh, you create a weapon of fire. The weapon can take any shape you desire, though normal weapon proficiencies apply. The damage the weapon deals depends on the casting level, not on the shape of the weapon. The weapon's flames do not harm you, although they sear and damage creatures struck by the weapon. They do not ignite flammable materials. I have one level three slot, so I am going to use that. Um, I'm going to upcast it to a level three spell, uh, which would do 2d10 weapon damage. Oh my god. Yeah! So for, like, proficiencies that Rill has, it's just simple weapons, and I just think it'd be funny if they just set their fists on fire and just like ran up and punched these guys in the I don't know leg or whatever depending on how tall they are so I guess like how do I roll this attack do I just attack them or do should I roll a concentration to see if I can concentrate under these like circumstances or Uh, no
0: just go ahead and roll for an attack so you'll need to um to do concentration to use it again next turn
1: Okay, so for rolling an attack, I guess for fists, what is the modifier on that? So
2: a melee weapon is your base attack bonus, which you get from your class, plus your strength modifier, plus your size modifier, which is the difference in size between you and whatever you're attacking.
1: Let me look up the size real quick. Yeah, my base attack bonus is one, and then my strength is negative two. So I'm at negative one right now. (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) So,
0: um, also Trollocs are large, which means that you have a size difference. I think medium to large is like a negative two.
1: So if I have proficiency in a weapon though, what do I add to that? Nothing. It just means you can use it. Oh. Medium to large is a minus one modifier. Okay. So basically my attack roll for this would be minus two. So let me roll. Hey, I got a 19 minus two. Uh, so 17. All right. Uh, Sorry, who are you aiming at? I guess we're beating up on the big guy, right? The Murdraw or whatever? And you got
0: a 17? Yes. Um, So unfortunately, you do not hit him.
1: Oh man, I fucking whiff. I guess I'd run up and like try to punch it. Like, how big is this guy? What's he look like again? (laughs) Oh no, sorry. A is medium. So
0: you're an 18. Yes. But... Um, But yeah, you still don't hit him, unfortunately. What the hell? Um, He's got really good defense. Um, So, Murdral are human-sized, but they're very creepy. Uh, They have really, like, super pale white faces with no eyes on them. Okay. Just, like, skin over the eyes and a creepy mouth, and they're wearing, like, um...
2: A black cloak that isn't affected by the wind.
1: Yeah, and this, like, spiky black armor. Like Sauron. Okay, well, I guess I try to punch this- this thing, and I guess it try to dodge me, or I would either just miss and just, like, hit it right in the armor and be like, Ow, my fucking, Ow. I forgot. That armor's hard. Mistakes were made. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, this looks pretty sick, right? right then like this looks pretty awesome just like hold up my flaming hands then <laughs> it's like oh my god are you okay yeah it doesn't hurt do? me i mean i like I, yeah i just uh uh i Zen don't know it's... Did not
2: see you light yourself on fire and is wondering how this could possibly happen
1: yeah well you know like i just uh i just kind of let it happen and now i can punch people with my fists but uh hot tip with this guy he is very hard to hit um uh, and my hand hurts now so <laughs> not because of the fire just because his armor hurts mm. so then we are back at the top of the round
0: and next is going to be the murdral and he's gonna go after rill since rill just ran up and tried to punch him i don't think he should do that i think he should leave me alone uh luckily he rolled a seven. Oh, plus uh 13 excuse oh you <laughs> sorry you're within melee distance aren't you yeah okay yeah never mind plus eight
1: Oh, uh, that hits uh my armor is 13
0: okay so then he does
1: he's gonna kill me
0: <laughs> eight damage holy shit yeah and he also um gives you a disease which means that your wounds can only be
1: healed by channeling okay cool i have two hp left <laughs> oh my god Wait. <laughs> Oh, God. Because I got hit in the face with the rocks. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this was a horrible... I should have just thrown a fireball at him. I was trying to be cool and <laughs> and make people be impressed. That was a, that was a mistake. I should have... <laughs> never do that. Who are you trying to impress? Because I know it wasn't me. Well, I mean, maybe kind of you. I thought, you know, I could have used a sword, but I don't really know how to use a sword. And so I was like, well, let me not use a sword. Well... Maybe you should come to lessons. Yeah, I, I do come to lessons. I just, uh, I just watch. I just cheer you and Linda on. I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> Guys. All right, so then next in the order
0: is Leda Sadai. She is going to cast a level six
1: heal on you. Oh my god. Holy crap. So that I mean, is are- that kind of overkill? That's 68. <laughs> Also the 20-minute cast time, so I don't know. Oh, never mind. No.
0: Um, then I take that back. What she is going to do instead is that she is going to cast a fireball at the two trollocs. And she's again gonna cast that at level three so that's going to be a 3d6 she rolled a 18 plus her channeler level which is 15 what yes so then she is going to how much is that total her channel level is 15 yes because she is from one of the npcs in the back and she's okay. initiate level eight i said i level seven jesus shit What did i say 28 15 plus 13 yeah twice 20. yeah okay So one of the Trollocs is totally dead. The other Trolloc is having a very bad time. He's like, he's got singed tufts of fur and his armor is scorched and uh, he starts limping. He clearly is in a lot of pain. He roars. And it is Zen's turn next. Zen
2: feels the heat of this fireball like whizzing past her and watches the Trollocs go up in flame. And it's like, oof. Glad that's not me. But she is going to attack the Merge Roll again. So let's hopefully roll better this time. Okay, that time I rolled a 14 plus seven. And I forgot that I actually have the weapon focus IELTS spear feet, so I get to add one more to that. So 14 plus 7 plus 1.
0: Alright, you hit him.
2: That is 1d6 damage. And I get to add my strength mod to that too. Okay. Three plus two, so five
0: damage to the big boy. He scowls at you. He is not happy that you managed to hit him, but uh, you did, <laughs> and you've managed to do some damage to him. It's not much, but you have something going.
2: Does he bleed like a normal thing?
0: I can't remember if Merge all bleed.
2: Yeah, neither do I.
0: I'm going to go ahead and say he doesn't bleed, regardless of whether Murdral bleed or not. Well, that's not very
2: satisfying.
0: Sorry. (laughs) 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 He is pissed off. That is satisfying.
2: I do love pissing off monsters.
0: All right, then next in the turn order is the Trolloc, who is still alive. So he is going to go and rush Leda Sedai. And he uh, does not hit Leda Sedai. So he rushes her. And just misses with his clumsy weapon. He's hurting. He's not uh, at his best and brightest. He's on fire. Yeah, he's a little little bit on fire. So up next then is the young man. He is going to cast Blade of Fire. And he's going to cast that for level three real he's stealing your
1: spell no blade of fire is different from fiery sword of course it is (laughs) as stupid as that is yeah
0: (laughs) so he casts blade of fire on his
1: sword i should have just made a gun
2: (laughs) do you have proficiency with gun
1: no but i'd be it'd be cheating so maybe i could get away with it
0: (laughs) He's going to use his Blade of Fire on the Murdraw. So, with Blade of Fire, he um, sets fire basically to his sword. A lance of white flame extends from the tip of the sword. It can be directed against the creature, but you must hit the target as of making a touch attack. He has no luck with the Murdraw. Oh my god. He misses. No one can hit this dang Murdraw. <laughs> I hit the dang Murdraw. That's true. You did hit the dang
1: Murdraw. Up next in the order is Rill. Okay. So Ril is in pain, but maybe they can land a hit on this Trolloc <laughs> and also get closer to Leda and possibly get some healing. So can they run up to the Trolloc and then like punch it with fiery fists? I guess I have to make a concentration. Yes, make your concentration check, but then absolutely. So it's con, which is plus one and then I have six points in it so I get a uh, plus seven to concentration.
2: And don't you get that uh, bonus from your feet?
1: Oh yeah! So well I got a 10 plus seven plus four so 21. Yeah you definitely are continuing to concentrate. Okay cool, my hands are still on fire. I'm going to punch this trollic. God please let me do something <laughs> this round of combat. Uh nope, got a four. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> So I run up and I try to like punch this thing from the back and then, I don't know, it like kneels down and is like, oh, I dropped a, I dropped a copper. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I whiff. Oh, So then... We are top of the
0: round again and the Murdral, it's gonna leave Rill alone and it's going to go for the young man again. And it misses him. So then next in the order is going to be Leda. And now that you're within appropriate range, Leda is gonna cast healing on you. So then Leda's gonna go ahead and try and heal you, but it is going to draw an attack of opportunity from the Murdrol. So first we're gonna go ahead and do a heal. And we're going to do a level one heal because that's a full action. And that then is a 1d8 plus channeler level. So that's a two plus channeler level is 15. So that is more hit points than you have.
1: Yep, that's all. Subdual damage now. <laughs> so now you're fine. I'm just tired a little bit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that is Leda's turn. Now the Murdral gets an attack of opportunity. He rolls a fifteen plus plus eight is
2: it the merge that gets an attack of opportunity or is it the trollic
0: oh the trollic gets an attack all right so the trollic misses leda sadai so she manages to like roll out of the way just in time so then next in the order is zen
2: okay she is feeling empowered from that last hit and she's gonna try again she's gonna attack with her short spear again I'm going to try something kind of risky. I have a feat called Power Attack, which is on my action before making attack rolls for a round, I can choose to subtract a number from all melee attack rolls and add the same number to all melee damage.
0: Okay. What number is that?
2: Well, it can't exceed my base attack bonus, which is five. So I'm going to say three. So I'm making this attack roll at a minus three penalty.
0: Okay. Oh, I rolled a one. (laughs) Oh dear. Okay, time to see if there's crit fails. (laughs) I don't think there are. Okay, well,
2: regardless, I don't think I'm gonna hit.
0: You're definitely not going to hit.
2: Zen was feeling overconfident.
0: Yeah, there's crits, but no crit fails.
2: I feel like crit fails are just something that has been made up and homebrewed by players and has never been an actual rule in anything. Yeah,
0: that uh, that is definitely what I'm getting. I mean, it, it makes sense that if there's a good one, there must also be a bad one. But yeah.
2: Also, sometimes it's funny.
0: Yes, it is very funny, but it's not very funny when you're fighting a Murdral to the death. So... <laughs> So then it is the Trollocs' turn, and it is going to come after Rill with just its plain old sword. Come at me, bruh. And it rolls a 10. Is that it?
1: Yes. Okay, it misses.
0: Yay, it misses you.
1: Yay.
2: Trollocs are big and scary, but not actually very, like, good at anything.
1: No. Finally, I can try to punch something at my own experience level.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, next is the young man. He is going to attack the Murdral, and he hits it with just his regular sword. That is going to do 1d10 plus 3 damage. That's 10. So that's 13 damage on the Murdral. Oh, wow and he punctures through its armor. It's uh, having a significantly less good time now.
2: Maybe we should just step back and let the NPCs handle Yeah, I was about to
1: say, like, Leda can just throw a fireball at this fucking asshole and then just kill it. (laughs) So Rill, it is now your turn. Okay, I'm still gonna- I'm gonna get at least one punch off, okay? So I'm rolling concentration. Get a plus 11, so let's see. got a six plus 11 so a 17 okay yeah you're good and then i will roll to punch it i'm gonna get you i'm gonna get you at least once (laughs) (laughs) uh 19 minus two so 17 and that's on the trollic yeah yes you hit it yes let's see how much damage i can roll 2d10 okay (laughs) i got a two (laughs) so four damage
0: that kills it Nice! Yeah, Pay me a word picture. So this trollic, I don't know, what does it look like? What does a trollic look like? This particular trollic has cloven hooves and like a face that looks kind of like a goat, but like kind of like a fucked up goat.
1: Oh, okay. It's not what a goat should look like. Okay, is it a bipedal creature? Yeah, like a man goat. Okay, so this thing tries to stab me. And then honestly, I probably just scream a little and duck. And then I reflexively just punch it in the stomach and its stomach explodes from the fire damage of my fist. Oh, no. <laughs> that's fucking badass <laughs> it was all an
0: accident <laughs> murdral are not shaken but if they were ever shaken this one would be shaken that's that's fucking <laughs> distressing
1: the real's just like oh god I did
0: not mean to do that okay we're back atop the round and the murdral goes next it is going to go after zen finally and it rolled a five Plus eight. So that's a 13.
2: Okay, my defense is 18. So
0: Zen weaves out of the way. So then it's Leda Sedai next. So Leda Sedai is going to cast a shield around Rill. Oh, thank you. Because Rill is the one who's been having the worst time
2: the squishiest
0: this is what happens when you wear clothes to a fight she's gonna cast it as oh no wait that's the wrong shield jesus christ uh this shield is the one that cuts you off from the power so that's not the shield i want
2: <laughs> that would that would be terrible that would be extremely
0: <laughs> terrible for lots
2: of
1: reasons oopsie
0: poopsie
1: <laughs> i think she just cast a fireball at the murder yeah hall, like i think behind she's it to. yeah <laughs>
0: Okay, so next in the order is Leda Sedai, and she is going to cast a level four fireball at the Murdral, which means that it real big. So she's definitely going to throw it like as far back as she can to get more like the rock and the Murdral and try and avoid blowing anybody up. So she is going to go ahead then. Well, the Murdral has to do its resist, which is reflex half, which is... 7 plus 12, which is 19. So half of that would be a 10. So that should be good. Good for who? I think that means Leda hits it. Oh no, half is half damage. So then the DC is 10 plus the level of the weave is 14 plus the caster bonus of intelligence, which for Leda is holy shit, a lot. It's plus (laughs) three. So she hits the Madrawl. He does not complete the reflex saving throw. So she does 46 plus channeler level damage. Holy fuck. Which is 8 plus 15, which is 23. Oh, 4d6. I thought you said 46. I was like, <laughs> oh, no. what? 4d6. The Murdral goes up in flames, and he does his best to calmly step through the flames, but it is clear that he uh, has taken a lot of damage. There are burn marks all over his face, and even his uh, his creepy, unmoving cloak has gone up and is no longer there. His armor is charred and severely damaged. So, Zen, it is your turn.
2: Okay, let's see if I can uh, take advantage of this situation. I'm going to try the power attack again. Okay. So I'm taking a negative three to my attack. Okay. That time I rolled an 18. So plus seven, minus three. So 18 plus four.
0: 22. All right, you hit him.
2: Okay, and so I get to roll a 1d6, and I get to add my strength, and I get to add three to that. So I got a five... Plus three, so eight. Plus my strength, it's ten damage.
0: All right, that's enough to kill him.
2: Oh yeah, fuck you. How do you kill him? So Zen uh, takes advantage of the fireball and she like jumps up and drives her spear like right into this guy's neck and basically brings him down.
0: All right. So the Murdra lands on the ground and all falls silent in the Stodding. And that's where we'll pick up next time, here on the Eternity Archives. One time on Sword of Symphonies, our captain played an accordion number for a demon as a backing track to the story the demon was telling him.
2: This one time on Sword of Symphonies, there was a rodeo rider on a giant eagle bird thing, and it was rad. She's going to take her jacket and try to put it over the bird's eyes, like create a blindfold.
0: I would once again like to reiterate what could possibly go wrong. This one time on Sword of Symphonies, the crew dug up some buried treasure.
2: No, look at this
0: moss. It's attached to a shovel. (laughs)
1: Look, I love all three of you, but Tissa is my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite part of Sword of Symphonies is the majesty of the spellcasting. Brilliant Carnival. Starlight Stars. Flying Shark.
0: Knife (laughs) Pin. Fry's Bolt. So if you'd like seafaring adventure, a lot of game design talk, music written in-house, and a lot of whatever that was just now, join us every week on Sort of Symphonies. The Eternity Archives
2: is hosted, produced, and edited by Dorca, Bappy, and Sipa. Find us on Twitter at, at @thearchivespod or online at theeternityarchives.com. Our intro music is Paint the Sky by Hans Adam and sound effects are obtained from zapsplat.com. Check out our show notes for more information and some helpful resources. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe to The Eternity Archives on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you prefer to listen. Consider supporting us by telling your friends about us, or leave us a tip at our Ko-fi page, ko-fi.com slash The Eternity Archives. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Be gay!